0: I'm Dennis Estopase of The Business Mirror, and this is The Broder Look Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of The Business Mirror Broder Look Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM Podcast segment is based on the stories by Business Mirror reporters V.G. Cabral and Kai Ordinario. The Broder Look Podcast is produced by P. Anthony C. from publisher of The Business Mirror. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Today we podcast week 39 of the stock market outlook for September 25, 2023 to September 29, 2023. Let's get on with the story. Share prices slightly gained last week after the U.S. Federal Reserve and the Banco Central and Filipinas both maintained their respective policy rates. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index gained 16.45 points, close at 6,142.79 points. The local bourse recovered following a weak start to the week after the U.S. Fed and the BSP maintained their benchmark policy rates. Broker 2 Trade Asia said the Philippine Stock Exchange Index briefly broke down below 6,000 before recuperating. The broker said the U.S. Fed decided to not move benchmark rates this week as expected, but reiterated that the rate environment is more than likely to stay elevated, at least until next year. The rates sheet imply another rate hike sometime in the fourth quarter before rate cuts in the year 2024, broker 2 trade Asia said. Ryota Abe, economist of the Global Markets and Treasury Department at the Asia Pacific Division of Sumitomo Mitsui Banking Corporation, noted in a brief that the decision of monetary authorities to keep policy rates unchanged at 6.25% was in line with expectations. Hence, the US dollar and Philippine peso continued to hover around 56 pesos and 85 centavos after the announcement, as said. The average daily trading for the week was still low at 4.2 billion pesos. Foreign investors who were just 44% of the trades were net sellers at 2.66 billion pesos. All other sub-indices ended mix. The old Shares Index fell 3.23 points to close at 3,316.95. The Financials Index rose 1.30 to close at 1,788.23. The Industrial Index added 15.94 to close at 8,805.82. The holding firms index declined 44.37 to close at five thousand eight hundred fourteen point ninety five. The property index surged 50.38 to close at 2,552.97. The services index was up 6.02 to close at 1,488.54. But the Mining and Oil Index retreated 98.15 to close at 10,387.46. For the week, losers' edge gainers, 132 to 85, and 26 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Rojas Holdings Incorporated, Zeus Holdings Incorporated, Bank of Commerce, Dito CME Holdings Corporation, Atok Big Wedge Company Incorporated, Manulife Financial Corporation, and Figaro Coffee Group Incorporated. The top losers, meanwhile, were LFM Properties Corporation, GeoGrace Resources Philippines Incorporated, Mabuhay Holdings Corporation, Premium Leisure Corporation, Maki Holdings Incorporated, Manila Bulletin Publishing Corporation, and Jackstones Incorporated. Share prices may go down this week, mainly on the U.S. Fed and the BSP's stance to increase their rates in the future meetings. Mr. Ryota Abe, economist at the Global Markets and Treasury Department of the Asia-Pacific Division, Sumitomo Mitsui Banking Corporation, said that although the Banco Central of Filipinas had previously indicated its intention to gradually cut rates as inflation stabilizes, the consumer price index is accelerating again in the short term on the back of rising oil and food prices globally. In fact, Mr. Abe said, the central bank's latest inflation forecasts are 5.8% for 2023 and 3.5% for the year 2024, both revised up by 0.2 percentage point from the previous meeting on August 17th. The slowdown in household consumption is evident, the economist said. Mr. said retail sales also fell year on year in June and July, confirming the sluggishness of consumption growth in the third quarter. The end of recovery in demand after the pandemic, elevated inflation, and prolonged high interest rates due to the hawkish monetary policy to curb inflation have weighed on economic growth, Mr. said. The economy said the labor market is also showing signs of loosening. The unemployment rate has begun to rise from 4.3% in May to 4.8% in July. The labor force participation rate also plunged from 66.8% in June to 60.1% in July. Mr. Abbe said although it is necessary to monitor the trend for some time since the data is highly volatile, the deterioration in domestic consumption and the labor market that supports it, as well as the slowdown in GDP growth, clearly suggests that the Philippine economy is losing momentum. Mr. said growth in bank lending to businesses is also showing a downward trend, with manufacturing sentiment turning pessimistic to 49.7 in August. In summary, the economy said the need for the Banco Central and Filipinas to cut rates has increased as the Philippine economy slows. but. It is difficult to do so due to the re-accelerating inflation and a still hawkish Fed. As such, Mr. Abe says, his forecast for the timing of the rate cut of the Bank of Central and Filipinas has changed from this year to the first quarter of next year. For the rest of this year, the Bank of Central and Filipinas will meet on November 16 and December 14. On the other hand, Nalin Chuchotitam, Chief Economist of Citibank NA Philippines Branch, said they are pushing out their rate cut call to the second quarter of 2024 after the BSP's hawkish hold and higher for longer guidance. The Banco Central ng Pilipinas maintained its policy rate as expected on September 21. The economy said the BSP maintained its policy rate at 6.25% as expected on September 21. According to Mr. Chucho Titham, while they still expect the further hikes from Banco Central and Pilipinas due to concerns on slowing economy and rising real rates, they are pushing back their first quarter 2024 rate cut call by a quarter after Governor Remolona's higher for longer forward guidance. A hawkish hold continues due to softer economic momentum, the economy said. Mr. Chuchot Itham said the Banco Central and Pilipinas maintained its policy rates for the fourth consecutive meeting as expected by Citibank and the market consensus forecast. While the Monetary Board continues to see upside risk to inflation, it also gave due weight to the fact that poor inflation has moderated in recent months and that inflation expectations remain anchored for its decision, as cited in its policy statement, Mr. Chuchotty said. The Economist also said the Monetary Board also noted that domestic economic activity suggests a waning of pent-up demand, and that policy tightening continues to weigh on credit growth. However, Mr. Chucho Titam said, in their view, the Banco Central and Filipinas sounded more cautious against future inflation risks. The economy said the Banco Central and Filipinas further revised up inflation forecasts for estimated 2023 and estimated 2024 to 5.8% and 3.5% respectively. From the earlier 5.6%, which is the same as Citibank, and 3.3%, which is almost the same as Citibank's 3.1%. Citibank and the Philippines branch inflation forecast for the year 2025 is estimated to remain at 3.4%. The main reasons were higher August inflation, weather disturbances, likely on food, rising oil prices, and recent peso depreciation. Mr. Titam said the Banco Central and Pilipinas noted that inflation is still expected to revert to policy target by the fourth quarter of the year if there are no further supply-side shocks. Mr. Titam said they see some upside risk from potential increases in transport given recent petitions for adjustments and electricity fares as regulators have allowed companies to pass on higher costs to customers. The Banco Central ng Filipinas further reiterated the need for non-monetary interventions like uh, temporary import tariffs reduction, adequate and timely imports of commodities to keep inflation in check. Mr. Chucho said, Citibank Philippines maintains its call for no further rate hikes given concerns over economic slowdown and a disappointing second quarter gross domestic product, which are likely to help reduce core and services inflation further in the coming months. The economy said while rice prices remain sticky, the bank's commodities team expects crude oil prices to ease in the fourth quarter of the year and further into the year 2024, as estimated. Nonetheless, the Banco Central de Filipinas has historically been less comfortable should inflation go near the upper bound of the policy target, Mister. Chuchoti Tam said. The economy cited Governor Remolona's statement that rate hikes are not yet off the table for the next meeting should supply-side shocks be large enough. Mr. Chuchot Tam said that in their view, the chances of a further 25 basis point rate hike would increase if inflation rates turned out to be significantly higher than expected during the September to October 2023 period, pushing the central bank's projection for the year 2024 inflation above its current estimate of 3.5%. Aside from quantity price changes, Mr. Chuchotitam said the extent of economic slowdown would likely play a critical role in helping the Banco Central and Philippines decide whether it should hike further. Mr. Chuchotitam said Citibank Philippines expects the policy rate to end 2024 at 5%, at 5% instead of the earlier 4.5%. The economy said they now expect policy rate to reach 4.5% in the year 2025 from their previous 4.25% forecast. Mr. Chuchu cited Governor Reb statement that he expects policy rates to remain unchanged in the first half of the year 2024 from their levels at end 2023, which in turn depends on the November 2023 Monetary Board decision. The economy said they take this to be a form of the governor's higher for longer forward guidance amid upside risk to inflation, even if it resulted from his impromptu response to reporters last September 21. Mr. Chichotitam said they also deem that the weaker external balances are likely factors, leading to a more cautious and hawkish central bank about cutting rates before the Fed next year, even if Governor Remolona mentioned that the result of the recent FOMC meeting did not change the central bank's projections much. Mr. Jafet Luis Chanchanko, senior research analyst at Field Stocks Incorporated, said, From a technical perspective, the market is nearing the 6,150 resistance line. This week, this line could be tested, Mr. Chanchanko said. Mr. Chanchanko said, concerns over the still hawkish outlook of the Federal Reserve and the Banco Central ng Pilipinas are expected to continue weighing in. in sentiment. This comes as both central banks signal the possibility of further policy tightening before the year ends, Mr. Tanchanko said. The analyst said there is still room for bargain hunting. However, investors are still expected to look for catalysts that could spur optimism. Mr. Tanchanko said without such, getting past the 6,150 resistance line would be difficult. This week will be the last trading week of the third quarter to Trade Asia said, as fund managers may be willing to participate as they were on the sidelines for too long. According to the broker, the change in the main index's composition should also bump up volumes in the short term, especially at times like this where the impact of headlines gets magnified in light of dry, low-volume trading session. Juan Paulo Colette, Managing Director at China Bank Capital Corporation, said investors should brace for a tough trading week that will test the durability of the technical rally from last Wednesday's intraday low below $6,000. mister Colette said a cloudy economic picture and prolonged hawkish monetary policy will keep risk appetite for the Philippine stocks in check. Mr. Colette said both the Federal Reserve and the Banco Central ng Pilipinas have left the door open for a rate hike in November and, more importantly, They have signaled a potentially long period of high rates next year. Mr. Colette said local market actions will revolve mainly around changes to the Philippine Stock Exchange Benchmark Index that take effect on Tuesday, as well as quarter and window dressing. The broker sees the index to trade in the 6,000 to 6,200 area. For Mr. Tanchanko, they see the market's trading range from 6,000 to 6,150. If the market is able to get past and hold ground at the 6,150 line, its next resistance is seen at 6,400, Mr. Tanchanto said. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation advised to sell on rallies on the stock of Semirara Mining and Power Corporation. As the broker said, the company manages to sustain prices at higher levels despite the current downfall. The broker said moving averages are strongly bullish, with relative strength index also at very bullish levels. This can be played by holding or building a position and selling at above 34 peso levels, Regina Capital said. The broker said Semirara Mining and Power Corporation remains a good pick as it displays market resilience among other names, but it could be a good time to derisk. The shares of Semirare Mining and Power Corporation was last traded at 35 pesos and 05 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, Regina Capital gave the same advice on the stock of Mondanisin Corporation as its stock price starts to consolidate at the highs with moving averages trying to turn bullish and momentum going back to bullish levels. The broker said this can be an indication of a possible breakout play as Inc. starts to be able to hold prices above its. Solid resistance. The broker said investors can pay this by having a small position that they can quickly add up to and sell when the stock breaks out. The shares of Mondenis Incorporation was last traded at 9 pesos and 17 centavos piece And now for the weather outlook, based on the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration, or PAGASAD. In an advisory, it issued at 12 o'clock p.m. of September 22, 2023, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of September 29, 2023. Pagasa said that due to the intertropical convergence zone and a possible occurrence of a low-pressure area, central Luzon, southern Luzon, Visayas, and some parts in the northern portions of Mindanao will experience cloudy skies with scattered rains and isolated thunderstorm until Tuesday, September 26. The rest of the country will have partly cloudy to cloudy skies with isolated rain showers or thunderstorms. The weather agency said that by Wednesday until Friday, September 27 to September 29, there's a possible formation of two low-pressure systems within the Philippine area of responsibility. Pagasa said these low-pressure areas may bring cloudy conditions with scattered rains and thunderstorms in most parts of Luzon and western Visayas. Meanwhile, the rest of the country will have partly cloudy skies with isolated rain showers or thunderstorms, mostly in the afternoon or evening. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Business Mirror Brother Look podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please email news.businessmirror at gmail.com with the subject line, BM Podcast. The Brother Look podcast is produced by T. Anthony Sikabang, publisher of the Business Mirror. Many thanks go to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Our gratitude also goes to Business Mirror reporter Kai Ordinario for providing the voice for the waiver. Until the next episode, this is Dennis Estopase of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and be empowered.